When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey gang, Akil Stokes here, Forex trader and co-founder of Tier1Trading.com. And thank you as always for joining me for another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. In today's episode, I want to share with you a clip from my business partner, Jason Greystone, as he talks to our traders about how to sell yourself as a business, how to develop your brand, and how to put yourself in the position where people will want you to invest their money. I did put out that module. If you've watched it, great. If you uh, if you haven't and you're not really interested in that just yet, don't don't worry about it. But I did want to talk a little bit about um, pitching an investor because when it comes to actually talking to an investor or going out there to attract an investor and actually having a conversation with them, uh, you're, you're going to have to present yourself professionally because it's a business. You're going to be managing their money. Um, but at the, at the, at the crux of it, right, the investor wants to know that you're serious, you're treating it as a business and their money is in safe hands. Okay. Bearing in mind, they are an investor. So they're, they're, they've got an appetite for risk. Okay. They're actually giving you, they're not just an investor. They're a, they're a speculator. They're speculating by placing their money with you. So you haven't really got to break down too many barriers on that side of things. Because obviously they are happy. They're looking at you as a speculative vehicle to place their, their investment. So it's slightly different. If The types of people that you're going to attract for trading are they have a higher appetite for risk. Bigger appetite for risk, I should say. So you don't have to break down too many barriers there, but you do have to absolutely treat it like a business. And the best thing you can do, and this is what most people don't do, this is probably the most glaringly obvious thing. Put the work in and treat it like a business from now. Okay, Start logging results. Start logging um, your performance. Right. Start writing articles or blogs. Start writing a blog. Start recording your analysis. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that the investor or the speculator that's going to invest with you is is going to watch your videos or read your articles. OK. But it will, as Naomi just said, it will bring credibility to your name. 
it, there's a massive difference in someone who's just out there saying, can I have your money, to someone who's actually got a passion and has, has written and given their opinions on the market. Everyone agree? Right. Okay. So, say for instance that you wanted to... Um, Let's just say, for instance, you wanted to go and have some kind of new surgery, right? And it was a new type of surgery, some innovative surgery. Who would you go to? Would you go to someone who's just opened up a clinic? Or would you go to someone who's just opened a clinic but written a book on the subject? Right. It's, a, it's literally a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. And, and why? Why would you? Because it shows that they care. It shows that they care about the industry more. They care about the process more. That's all it says. That's all it says. Um, I, I would not even say it's knowledge, Manish. You could have the same knowledge. You could have less knowledge. But because you've gone and written a book about it, you care more about it. And that's it. You care more about it. And people want to pay for people who care. And it's the same with investing. If, you've, if you're out there and you've built your name a bit, um, you've, you've sort of, you know, you've featured in an article, or you've put your name on TradingView or you've gone on to MyFX book and your login account um, and you're actually writing articles about it or writing analysis, um, that's going to that's gonna be more attractive. It's going to be more attractive. And when it comes down to the first part of pitching an investor really you want um almost like a, an authority a claim to fame type thing um you, you you definitely want some authority uh so here's an example whenever you whenever you hear my uh videos so you'll see my videos on youtube and i open up and i say my name's jason greystone i'm a co-founder of tier one trading so immediately they know they know who i am and what I do, they know that I'm putting that bracket. Ah, tier one trading. Okay, so that's a trading company. Right? And they immediately know. Um, they put me in a category. What there's nothing worse than not understanding what someone does. You know, someone will come to you and go, We build innovative teams that make change and you know, all that stuff. It's very, very difficult to stay engaged with those types of people because you after after two minutes of talking, you're like, what do you actually do? Um, yeah, all these sort of buzzwords. It's, it's very, very difficult to stay engaged. You want sharp. So you listen to my video. I'm Jason Greystone. I co-founded co a, I'm a professional currency trader. I co-founded a company called Tier 1 Trading. I've worked with blah, 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 authority. Right, right now I'm writing my book. I'm working with the guys inside the platform. And my big mission is that I believe everyone deserves to live an inspired life. And by implementing simple strategies, investment and trading strategies that I've implemented into my life, I want, as I want to free up as many people as possible to liberate them from the nine to five. Because I believe everyone can do it. Does that sound familiar? Heard me say that before? <laughs> um... That's a quick social pitch. Bang, bang, bang. Quick social pitch. Um, but in that pitch, it gives 
my name. It puts me in a category. It gives them a authority. It lets them know what I'm working on and why I'm doing it. Without being salesy, okay, I haven't sold one thing with that with that little pitch, but how do I sound? You want to work with me, right? It would, chances are, if you was looking to trade, you'd want to work with me because I'm saying, right now I'm just writing my book, finishing my book. I want, you know, I believe that everyone deserves to live an inspired life. I believe people are better human beings when they have wealth. I believe wealth allows you to create, to, to make better decisions, soul-guided decisions. To serve the marketplace from a place of your your heart rather than money, greed, and all that kind of stuff. And that's just the first thing. So uh, hopefully, you know, you can watch this video back, but just just take take notes on this stuff. Um, Andrew says, sounds good. Presumably, presumably using technical terms builds credibility too. Um, I just think that terms that people can connect with, okay, so you do want to, before you work on any kind of pitch, and I always do this, um, is you want to build some kind of avatar of who you're looking for, because you, this is where people go wrong um, so often, they start a business and they go out and try and get business, sounds obvious, right? But what they do is they take on anything. And they don't see it in the short term, but five years down the line, they're going to have a headache. And I'll tell you why they have a headache. Because they've got a load of clients that are an absolute pain in the butt. Pain in the butt. Right, But now, they're at a place where they've got to keep them. Because they, they're just getting the... You know, they're not getting appreciated by these clients. They're not getting the little bonuses. They're not getting the little, um, you know, they're not being rewarded for doing what they're doing. They're not fulfilled, so they're probably not performing as best as they can because they're like, oh, God, I'm really starting to hate this. And you just don't shine. Does that make sense? You, you, you're not the best you can be. So a very, very brave and courageous move at the beginning is to select your ideal client. And this is what, honestly, people get this wrong in every business. So this involves going, who do I want, right? I want someone who, who maybe lives abroad, okay, has has had a, a lot of experience in investing and speculation okay so for instance you could say i only want investors who um have at least two businesses right and 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 the idea is that you're brave enough to filter out anyone that you don't want to work with now what does that do to the person what does that do to the investor's mind let's just say that you go Let's just say, because someone comes to me, right, so, and, and pe people come to me all the time, and I say, yeah, I, I really appreciate your offer. Someone came to me on Friday and said, look, I've got some money, I've got 10, 15 grand, and I'm, you know, would you be interested in managing any money for me if I start putting money your way? And I said, 
I really, really thank you for the offer. Um, but in order to fulfill it, the partnership um, on both both sides, you know, I, I really only take a minimum of quarter of a million pound of, of managed uh, of funds to manage. And what do you think that does to their head? What do you think that would do to an investor's mind? Would it give them confidence? Yeah. Of course. Right? Not only does it give them confidence, they'll happily wait until you have got like an opening or a slot available. They'll they'll by saying that kind of thing, they will instantly think this is the person I want to manage my money, right? They've obviously know what they want. They know what they're doing. And what else does it say? It says if I put my it says to them if I put my money with this person, I know they're very selective over their clients, so I know that they're going to give my money the focus and attention because they're not going to be distracted by taking on all these other clients. Does that make sense? Right. Now the second thing you have to bear in mind is the person that you're going to attract is not interested in trading themselves okay in fact an investor okay in, in inverted commas an investor is someone who doesn't want functional roles okay you've probably read uh, cash flow quadrant has anyone read cash flow quadrant talks about the self-employed employed self-employed business owner investor by the time you get to the investor, you own the businesses. You don't. You you want to own a system. You don't want to do the the work yourself. It's not smart. By the time you get to an investor level, it's not smart to do the functional stuff uh, that you don't. You know that's not in your skill set. It doesn't make sense. You just want to buy a system, buy a business, buy a franchise, buy a trader, right? Or invest in a trader. So they put their money with the trader. They're not interested in learning to trade themselves. So they don't want to be bogged down with uh, all of the technicals and how you trade, right? Um, so you can forget about all of that stuff. You don't want to be bogging them down with, this is exactly how I trade. You know, um, In fact, I would go the complete opposite. In the module, in the, in the platform, I say, you know, lay down the law a bit. Say, you do not. All right, so where were we? Yeah, we don't want to bog them down with technicals. What we do want to do is we want to pose, we want to preempt the problem. Um, and, and this comes from building the avatar. What, how much do they earn? What criteria do you look for in an investor? Um, you know, what type of person are they? Really drill that down and be selective of over who you attract. And then you only need a couple of them because they're going to be ideal clients. They're going to pay you on time. You know, you're going to have fun with them. They're going to understand. They're going to give you extra bonuses. They're going to throw more money at you. And it will just be a, a perfect partnership if you can be selective over who you work with. Um, so you don't want to bog them down with technicals. What you do want to do is, is preempt the problem. So... What is going through their mind? 
well, who is this person? You've answered that. Okay. Uh, what gives them the right? Why, why should I trust them? And this is where you start going into a bit more into the insights and the problems from your experience. So you want to maybe do some research or, or sort of put together a little section on the, the common problems and fears and doubts that investors that go through the investor's mind when they're looking to place an investment. And you want to just smash through those objections uh, before they even come up. All right. So one might be, you know, um, well, what might one be? One might be the max drawdown. Right. One. So, so you could say something like, one thing that you know that's really common uh, that that breaks partnerships or or sort of um, jeopardizes partnerships between investors and speculative traders is the fact that the trader takes a much bigger drawdown than the investor has appetite for risk for. And I make sure that I always have a slow and steady equity curve. Blah 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 blah. Make sense. Another thing might be um, their time. That's a big one. That's a massive one. Their time. So a bit. Another big problem is you know when investors invest with traders, the trader wants too much of their time to check in and and sort of get approvals or you know or to review. Um, I do all of the review. I take care of all of that review, and I send you a monthly thing. It's automated. It gets in your e inbox. You click a button to say happy. Comes back. Blah 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 blah. All that kind of thing. If you can, if you can pinpoint all the problems, put yourself in the position of the investor and start to think about those problems that might be going through their head. Not just emotional problems, but just hassle problems, pain points. Um, get deep on all of those so that you knock out as many as you can and then and then what you want to do after that is pose the solution how you do it okay so the problems and then the solutions after that you just want to you want to talk a little bit about what you're doing and why you're doing it so it needs to be more than just trading you want to build lifelong you know partnerships you want to open opportunities into um, other investors you want you believe that um, you know something that makes you passionate about managing mo for money for people whatever that might be to them and you can get by building the avatar of the person and understanding why they are an investor and what their big goal is you can start to build out your big goal and your big vision for why you do it and if all of your clients match your avatar, the chances are you'll have the same, um, you'll have the same vision as they do. So you can start to really uh, connect with them on that level. And then you want to go through the proposal. So you, you lay down the contract. The contract needs to be mutually beneficial. Um, you want to think about, I, I call it the proposal, the marriage and the honeymoon. Okay, so the, the, the proposal is what you're doing. You know, this is how it's going to work. You're going to, we're going to charge a tide mark. Uh, every time we hit a new equity high, I'm going to take 25% profit. I'll only charge you when we get a new equity high in the account. Um, 
that's how it's going to work. All you have to do, um, you know, how, how you go about doing all that stuff. And then the marriage is like the immediate benefits. And what's the immediate benefit? You can now rest assured that your money isn't deteriorating. You know, you're getting a, a you've put your money to work. You don't have to worry about it. Um, you get some time back. How the relationship's going to work. Does only charging for equity hires uh, placate during drawdown periods? Uh, no, yeah, you, you only charge on new equity hires. Hires. That's what I would highly recommend you do. So as you're going through a drawdown, you don't get a profit. Yeah, you can change to an annual fee. And I know people that change to annual fees and performance fees. Yep, a management fee and a performance fee. But remember, you look. I told. Did I tell you a story about the guy who was going to build a website, or he was going to be a web developer? Yeah, exactly, Naomi. You want to put your, you want to do the work so it airs on the side of their benefit first. So let's just say for, like there was a story with a web developer where these web developers are out there charging six, seven, eight grand for a web. Like, let's, let's put this, let's put this example into a web developer because I've, I've had my fair share of, you know, it's been a bane of my life, web development over the years. And the problem is, I mean, once it took me five years to design, to, to get a website launched. And here's the reason why. A web developer will come in, and typically it's one IT business savvy guy who has a team of developers. And the actual guy that's developing the website, he isn't even the guy that runs the meeting. Some other guy that runs him. And he'll come in and he'll say, right, what do you want? And we'll say, well, I want a website. <laughs> and they'll say, sure, we do great websites. Um, all we need you to do is, because you understand your business and we don't, so really what you've got to do is write all the copy. You've got to provide us high-res images. You've got to um, sort of tell us how you want it all laid out. And then we'll just put it together, really. And it's going to cost um, it's going to cost 10 grand and it's going to take months. Right? What I'd like to do, if it was me, if I was developing a, a, a website right now, I would go and build three websites for nothing for people and I would get testimonials, right? What I would do then is I would go and say, let's just say we picked a chiropractor or a psychologist. I would go and look up some old dead websites from local psychologists or chiropractors or dentists and I would build a website in the background. I would pay for it all. I would pay for the £100 theme. I would put all the work in. It would probably take a week to build. Um, I would use all the images and everything and the, and the text from their old website, but I would put some nice new Shutterstock images in. 
and I'd design a beautiful website that would probably cost me a week of my time plus, I don't know, $250, maybe. Um, then I would take it to the chiropractor or dentist and I would say, listen, I know you're short of time. I know the pain points of building a website and I know you've you've been meaning to do it for years because your website's quite dated and I know it's been on your mind. You've never got around to doing it because it takes up so much of your time. You're required to write all the copy. You're required to supply all of the graphics. You don't really know too much about technology. You just want to concentrate on what you're good at, which is dentistry, and you don't have time to build a website or think about URLs and all this stuff, right? So what I'd like to do for you is I'd like to show you your old website and I'd like to show you this nice new website and at the click of a button we can change this domain over to your website and the job is done and immediately the immediate benefits the honeymoon you have got a brand new website now we can all we can always add to this later on but the the biggest pain point is done now what's the likeliness that they're going to say yes to that as opposed to the first proposal where he, where he came to us and was like, right, it's a no-brainer. You've so, you've solved a massive pain. You've got immediate benefits. You've got case studies that show that you've done it before because you built the three for free before. And it's just a no-brainer. No-brainer. And you say, most people charge 10 grand. I'm going to charge you six. Very, very highly profitable. No back and forward. You've just made a sale. It's taken you a week. <laughs> Free scale and polish. Exactly. Yeah. And then you go on to say, and, and then because they love that and they're happy with that and they trust what you've done and they're so over the moon, right, that you've resolved that pain, what do you think you can do next? Listen, um, now we've got this site going. I, I want to make sure that your business thrives. I think we can build in some campaigns, some Facebook ads. I'd like to manage this site for you year on year and maybe manage your social media so it integrates with the site and I'll do a social media post for you uh, once a week on every platform and we'll run some Facebook ads and things like that for a set fee of so-and-so per month, £500 per month, £1,000 per month. How's that sound? Of course. If you can do this with my website, and you can bring in more business, and I don't have to do that either, I'll pay you a management fee, and I've paid you for the website. So I know that was a bit of a weird example, but it really does work that way and you want to sort of shift the thinking into it's not about you it's about how they're feeling what pains they've got what objections they might have and how you can really solve that problem for that person this is why i believe that um you know this is why i be believe that wealth is the key to successful businesses, successful people, and I'll tell you why. Because when you're in scarcity and you're in survival mode, you don't think like that. You go out into business and you're trying to pay the bills and it's like, I must I must just think about earning a quick buck. Right? 
Whereas if you just go, I'm going to have the guts to be selective over who I work with. They're going to go, you know, I'm going to design a, a, a package for my perfect client, the perfect person out there, and I'm only going to go and talk to those people. Um, what that does is it allows you to charge more money, right? Because it's more fair exchange. They, they're more fun. And you'll be very, very fulfilled because they'll appreciate the work you do with them. And that's it. So most people don't think that way around because they're, they're sort of trying to get the money quick, quick, quick. When really, if you put the effort into building this in the background, start logging your trades, start journaling, start treating it as a business and thinking, what would someone want to see of me? You know, don't go out there and get butt hurt when no one wants to listen to you when you've just come out of the woodwork and you're demanding this and you're demanding that. It's, it won't work. And then lastly, on the pitch, you just want some, some kind of nice essence, something to leave them with to make them feel good, to feel uplifted. You know, you're really in good hands. You know, I've got a good reputation here. Um, I'm very, very serious about this. And, you know, this is why I do it. You know, this is, this is I, I can see us doing lots of business together in the future. You know, and, and that kind of thing just finishes it off nicely and, and makes them uh, feel uplifted. So, long, long, long answer, about 40 minutes on, on investment pitch. But some ideas there, hopefully, for people. Um, and my advice would be go and write this stuff out into sections. Write it out and learn it. Believe it. Read it. Be it. Um, so am I correct in saying really the answer to the question is that that's an issue that's an issue but ideally find a client that doesn't have that problem filter to good clients like filter to higher quality trades uh, yeah you, you know what is a good client a good client is someone who understands the, the partnership that's it understands what they're investing in um, Yeah. Yeah, don't recruit any client. Yeah. Don't chase any money. Um, build your authority. Build your authority. Um, have confidence in yourself. Start treating it as a business. And then build your ideal client and go out and look for that client or as close to that client as you can. Lay down, um, be be selective. There's something called uh, with or without you vibe. Anyone heard of that? So you want to go with this uh, with or without you vibe. So if you think about someone in desperation, right? You're going to go and you're going to go. It's, it's a bit of a scarcity thing. So you say, Let's just say, for instance, you really, really desperately needed this person. You go and you go, oh, I'm so nervous. Right? I'm going to go in and see this guy. I really, really need the. the I really, really need his investment. Um, you know, uh, you're going to mumble. You're going to bumble. You're going to go in. You're going to look desperate. You're going to act as if you know, they're going to play you, right? They're not going to have confidence in you. You might start sweating. 
Um, whereas if you had this with or without you vibe, so for instance, I'd go in and go, hey, listen, I'm taking on 10 investors this year. We're already got, we've already over, you know, we've got signaled interest for eight. Um, we've got a potential three more coming in. It's, I'm going to take this fund on at 10 capped. It's going to be done sort of with or without you. You don't actually say that, but that's the vibe. Um, it's going to be done. You know, I'm going to be doing this anyway. I really, really think we would have a good partnership. Um, you're my ideal, you know, you're one of the ideal clients that I look for. Um, you know, let me know how you feel. That's going to make them want in much more than the guy that's filled with no confidence whatsoever. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I know you did because you were listening to the very end. And as a reward, I want to remind you of this. Jason Greystone has an awesome weekly newsletter that comes out called the Always Free Mastermind Newsletter. It is a must read in my opinion. It is what allows me to get through the weekend and really get pumped up for the week ahead. It covers not just trading, but a lot about wealth and wealth mindset, wealth accumulation, wealth acceleration, wealth inspiration. If you're someone that wants to have a successful mindset, if you are someone that wants to be successful at life, no matter what it is, this is a must read newsletter. So check it out. I'll throw a link in the show notes below where you can sign up and get it sent to your inbox each and every week. And trust me, you will not regret that decision.